if someone from Dublin does it, he actually doesn't. He's not telling. It. Ah, this is culture bias. This is bias against culture. Yeah, already. but so we can't say it, but you can say it. Yes. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Excited to say David Brady joins us on the line this morning. Morning, David. How are things? And how's it going, buddy? How's things? Keeping well. Thanks for hopping on. We haven't uh, had the chance to chat to you since Mayo launched themselves back into the Sam Maguire race last weekend. I'm sure you're, you're buzzing. The hype train has uh, taken off again. Well, that means is Thomas the Tank is in full flow, without <laughs> a doubt. Um, it was and like we talked this time last week, and we were going, you know, the permutations and you know what kind of not God what kind of a Mio team we're going to turn up. But this is this was not really the ideal game that you'd want facing Munster champions, our Ireland favourites, and uh, a Curry team that was um, nearly at full strength as such. And it turned out to be the ideal scenario because um, it really has painted a picture for Mio now and what they can do and what's, what's, uh, what path is ahead of them. And it was, for me, if you have... You know, we were talking about the, 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 the hype train. The engine room really turned up. Uh, and that was a, a big difference for me as well from a Mayo perspective. Your middle sixth contributed a massive amount more to what though has been in the last um, number of weeks and during the uh, the Connacht Championship. Um, the likes of Maddie Rouen, um, very, very dominant. Um, really took the game by the, the scruff of the neck. You also had Jordan Flynn, um, who equally has... Every time he seems to play a curry, his his game just goes up that extra two or three notches. I think not being he, he was man of the match in February and, and just never got to that level of that standard um, again during the the rest of the national league games. Um, so he he reproduced his form against Curry again. And that was that was very important. And you had the likes of um, Connor Loftus from a centre back position, um, really. Going forward at at a, a lot of opportunities um, was you know we, we, we've talked about Connor as the the plus one and who's man marshalling the defence from a male perspective, but um, he was given a little bit more free reign and there was there was more others that kind of held that held that plus one role at at, at times so they kind of they handed over very well and I think it was positive positive and it it creates it creates that opportunity now for Mayo where they win their next two games. You look to win every game, but they can have that little bit of a break. And I think the break in the six weeks has done them the world of good. Um, mm. They've worked it very well from a player's perspective and a management perspective. Is that the, is that the incentive, David? Because like I know a lot of people crab the format, but finishing finishing first. Um, you, you mentioned the break. You know, you have a game less as well. Um, how do they approach? Because they're going to be cork and loud, simple as. So how do they approach that and keep their momentum up then for the next stage? There's Johnny. There's nothing simple as with me. All let me tell you, no, you know that. And Cork uh, <laughs> and Lowe's will, will present their own, their own, uh, their own challenges. But it, it had. And if you look at the way that the whole season has gone down, it, yes, it's a condensed season. But it go. It is. There's no such thing as 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 a free Christmas because it's like December, January is flat out, mm. and you're going February, March, April. It is. There's no let up. Um, and you know every team is is kind of focusing on different things, but you got to think. But Kevin McStay is only in, so a new manager brings 
kind of that new momentum and that new focus and it doesn't give you any time to just say, look, boys, I understand you, you understand me. We're well established in our game plan and what we want to produce. So it kind of, it, it is, it was five intensive months, without a doubt for Mayo. Um, culminating in a National League win, but um, come that Monday after we were defeated by Roscommon, uh, everything seemed gloom. But that six weeks, I know there was a number of fellas that were gone on the Tuesday morning over to Portugal um, mm. and did them the world of good to get that two weeks off. Now, that's a, you kind of go, do you give one week? Do you give two weeks? But you have a manager and a management team in Kevin McStay that goes, you know what, two weeks is important. I, I, I think this is, I, he spoke about that actually after the game, but like, I, 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 you do get the impression that the, the Mayo players actually really enjoy playing for this management team. I'd enjoy playing for Kevin McStay. Not that I've ever played for him or with him. He's a, he's a club man of mine in Bananat. But he he's, he he just kind of he seems to have his finger on the pulse. Liam McHale is another one. Liam is Liam is just a joy to be around. Very you know positive. You know there's there's fun in it and there's a bit of there's a bit of Joe De V about this Mayo team and that you need it in a, in a setup. You need it in a camp. And uh, again, you have Donny Buckley, who's who I think really has worked when he got his hands on them on that first night back. You can see what they're really trying to um, achieve, and that is again the, their link. And a lot of their link play wasn't wasn't very good. It wasn't very evident against Roscommon. But their angles of running, their support runners, and again, it was the runners that were like making <clears throat> one, two, three options coming off coming off fast transition ball. That was a big thing from um, Mayo perspective. They had massively fast transition, but. They kind of got ahead of a, a curry defence that were unable to set up in a number of times, um, but again, it, it is the, the mind is a lot to do with sport, and it was a monster a monster final for Curry. It is and was it was an emotional and personal uh, few days for the for the for the Cliffords, mm-hmm. and it just kind of then you're kind of going, oh, we have to go and do this. Then you know, two weeks later, and you know, it's 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 nearly down off a high and trying to pump yourself up uh, again. Now, Mayo, Killarney, uh, first time in 20 yards, years have been defeated down there. Um, it's, it's, it wasn't that, that, that's Curry dis- disrespected, but it just that Mayo were at a different pitch. And uh, we're only, what, nine, ten weeks away from the end of the season. So it's, 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 um, it's a challenge for everyone. So it is on the, on, the, on the Curry team and the Curry management, but to have that opportunity to get back on the bike again. Tell you one man who enjoys or seems to enjoy playing under Kevin McStay is uh, Aidan O'Shea, David, because he's 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 a man reborn almost, and it, he seems to be have found his position as well. And I was listening to Colin Boyle on the show during the week with Joe, and he was talking about the fact that even during the league, whether they put Jason Foley on him or um, Dylan Casey on him, it didn't matter because he was just having a field day. And, and, and the same happened last weekend. I think he picked up the Man of the Match award uh, against Kerry last weekend. Um, he's just. He looks like he's confident again this season. He's confident, Shane, because I think he knows what he what's expected of, and it's been laid out very clear. And I think he's confident because he knows that he has a role to play, and it's not, you know, it's not the 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 superhero role that I think like he, we like from centre back, midfield, centre forward, full forward. Pull back. Like, the only place he hasn't played is the goal. Yes. And <laughs> Liam McHale had that problem, or people used to say it back when he was playing. I, I don't 
is he a full forward? Is he a midfielder? Is he a half forward? Is he, you know, mm. um, sometimes when you when you when you have when a manager is very forthright but very confident in your ability to say, you know what, Johnny, you're full forward and you're my number one, and this is the four things I need from you. Mm. And the one thing that 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 Mayo are getting and and Aidan O'Shea is providing is a very simp- simplistic work rate. He is he is absolutely tigerish in his defence, in his pushing up on kickouts, in his directing that kind of forward line. Um, he's very experienced. He knows the calls. He knows when the time is to push up, sit back, step off, um, and it's 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 paying rewards and dividends. But it's it's kind of that flow of long ball, direct ball, and you have a target man. And uh, we think when you have six foot, I don't like it. Aiden is a big man. Yeah. Six foot, three odd, four nearly. Um, and you're thinking in your own mind, and as American, you're going, right, I need to make sure that I am touch tight or I'm, you know, this guy is not going to get the ball over my head. A lot of the ball that's gone in from my own perspective is a nice 15, 20 yard hand pass straight in front of him. Mm. So, you know, that, the, the defender is betwixt and between. Do I sit behind or, you know, is it high or is it low? And a lot of it is into his chest and he's going left and he's right and he's getting that little bit of confidence with the freeze also from his um, on his uh, on his left foot. Any suggestion that he would have uh, called today? At he's thirty three this summer. And you look at Keegan, obviously um, last season, but very, very disappointed. Is there any suggestion in his head? Like you know, he he didn't look like he was improving. Put it that way. Uh, no, and a good point. And and again, it's probably freshness is a great is a great food for thought. Um, and again, I probably had it in the latter stages of my career where. I had um, Mickey Moore in 2004 and the following year was John O'Mahony. Or sorry, um, 2006 and then the following year was John O'Mahony. So you're kind of, it gives you that little bit of a hook or that little bit of an incentive or an appetite. And, and think, I think that the mix, the recipe then of Stephen Rochford there and Donny Buckley, Donny would, would be, would, be, um, would uh, have a great uh, understanding and a, a relationship with, with Aidan and vice versa. And it kind of, it's a perfect mix with a little bit of a challenge. And the challenge was um, very forthright and very, I, I suppose, straight from, from Kevin McStay and his management team said, this is what we want from you. This is where we want it. And this is, this is the only thing we want from you. And that's, I think that gives you that, gives you that, that confidence as, as you go on. But it definitely is, it ends, without a doubt, best year. Uh, don't know which of these games, David, this weekend are jumping out to you, but uh, just so people are aware of the fixtures. So tomorrow, Saturday, the uh, group stages, uh, the other game in, in Mayo's uh, group, Louth and Cork, play at Park Talton in Navan at 3 o'clock. You've got Armagh Westmeath at the Athletic Grounds at 4.45 tomorrow, and then at 7pm, Derry take on Monaghan uh, up in Celtic Park in Derry. And then the only game on Sunday is in Croker, Dublin against Roscommon uh, from 4. I guess it'll be interesting to see where Derry and Armagh are both at after that hectic enough yeah. Ulster final. I'm telling you, that is that is going. That was that was a very emotional, like emotion, like zapping week as well. Mm. With all that was in the headlines and all that was being talked about and read about, and what a game! What a game! <laughs> in all fairness, and if anyone, uh, I've, I've I did hear one or two. I'm going, oh my god. It had absolutely everything. This is this is entire it. contrast. Joe Brawley says you might as well just turn off the last ten minutes. So you're totally on the other end of this. I was going, what's the setup? What are they doing? Are they, you know, the first score was, I don't know, what was the minutes? 
<laughs> but it just was, it was textbook. And that's, oh, yeah, and you're going, oh, is it unfortunate that's the way football is going, Johnny? But you're going, it was textbook. They weren't just giving the ball away and creating this up and down, up and down. They were controlled. They, were, they knew their form. They knew their setup. And it, I thought it was like there was every time there was a score back to two, back to one, mm. back to two, back to one. It might take three, three and a half minutes for one score. Curry keeping, or Derry keeping the ball for that length of time, but very structured, very kind of regimental and very smart, but very good footballers. And we had the, the performance from um, um, McGuigan was just ah sublime, mm. absolutely sublime. I thought it was a, a fantastic game of football. And you're going, yeah, sure, every game is only exciting in the last 15 minutes. You're not going to be on the edge of your seat, but it was enthralling, intriguing, and it had met so many subplots. Um, I do think, I do think, um, Shane, and you'll be, you'll be very glad to hear this, um, I think that Monaghan will, will I can't see being an A point like it was in, in, in the Ulster Championship. I think Monaghan have got a little bit of confidence back in their, and back in their psyche, and I think... How was Derry going to manage the emotion of, again, winning a, a fantastic and trolling um, Ulster final? Now to go back in and go, mm. oh, right, so we need to raise ourselves again. I think that's 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 one question mark. And again, we talked about it last week. Um, Armagh, Westmead, yes, Armagh will be, will be licking their wounds and everything else. But it is, from a psychological point of view... Um, you know, Westmead hadn't the greatest year from a Division Three perspective, but they're they're thereabouts. But I think there could be. It's, it'll be very interesting to see how both um, Derry and Armagh get over that kind of massively um, explosive, emotive, and uh, zapping uh, Ulster final. It'll be and and thank God for the Ulster final because just there was there was damn all else um, from a provincial final perspective, yeah. and uh, I think it's it's. If they scrap the provincials, we, we'll still keep Ulster, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. Hold on, Ulster. Yeah, hold on, Ulster. No surrender no, to the Ulster Championship. Don't, don't, don't give Ulster to anyone. <laughs> yeah. We'll hold on to it for now. Uh, David, great stuff. And as you say, look, that Derry Monaghan match takes on more significance when you look at Kerry Mayo last week and, and teams want to finish top of their group to avoid that extra game. Uh, David, brilliant stuff as always. Thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks, Shane. See you, Jamie. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.